The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum, Chapter 23. This is a LibriVox recording. All the Vox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum, Chapter 23, Glinda the Good Witch Grants Dorothy's Wish. Before they went to see Glinda, however, they were taken to a room in the castle where Dorothy washed her face and combed the hair, and the lion shook the dust out of his mane, and the scarecrow patted himself down into his best shape, and the woodman polished his chin and oiled his joints. When they were all quite presentable, they followed the soldier girl into a big room where Glinda sat upon a throne of rubies. She was both beautiful and young to their eyes. Her hair was a rich red in color and fell in flowing ringlets over her shoulders. Her dress was pure white, but her eyes were blue, and they looked kindly upon the little girl. What can I do for you, my child? She asked. Dorothy told the witch her all her story, how the cyclone had brought her to the land of Oz, how she'd found her companions, and the wonderful adventures they had met with. My greatest wish now, she added, is to get back to Kansas, for I am sure think something dreadful has happened to me, and I'll make them put on mourning, and unless the crops are better this year than they were last, I am sure Uncle Henry cannot afford it. Glinda leaned forward and kissed the sweet upturned face of the lovely girl. Bless your heart, she said. I'm sure I can tell you the way to get back to Kansas. Then she added, but if I do, you must give me the golden cap. Willingly, exclaimed Dorothy. Indeed, it is no use to me now, and when you have, you can command the way in monkeys three times. And I think I shall need their service just those three times, answered Glinda, smiling. Dorothy then gave her the golden cap, and the witch said to the scarecrow, What will you do when Dorothy has left us? I will turn to the Emerald City, he replied, for Oz has made me a drool and the people like me. The only thing that worries me is how to crop the hill the hammerhead. By means of the golden cap, I shall command the winged monkeys to carry you to the gates of the Emerald City, said Glinda, for it would be a shame to deprive the people of such a wonderful ruler. Am I really wonderful? asked the scarecrow. You are unusual, replied Glinda. Turning to the Tin Woodman, she asked, What will become of you when Dorothy leaves this country? He leaned on his axe and thought for a moment. Then he said, The Winkies were very kind to me and wanted me to rule over after the Wicked Witch died. I am fond of the Winkies, and if I could go back to them in the country of the West, I shall like nothing better to rule over them forever. My second command to the Winged Monkeys, said Glinda, will be that they carry you safely to the land of the Winkies. Your brain may not be as large to those who look at those of the scarecrow, but you are really brighter than he is when you are well polished, and I am sure you will rule the Winkies wisely and well. Then the witch looked at the big shaggy lion and asked, When Dorothy has returned to her own home, what will become of you? Over the hill of the Hammerheads, he answered, lies a grand old forest, and all the beasts that live there have made me their king. Before I could get back to the forest, I would pass my life live there happily. My third command to the winged monkeys, said Glinda, shall be to carry you to the forest, and having use of the powers of the golden cap, I shall give it to the king of the monkeys, that he and his band may therefore be free forevermore. The scarecrow and the kid woodman and the lion thanked Glinda the good earnestly with their kindness, and Dorsey explained, You are certainly good as you are beautiful, but... You've not told me how to get back to Kansas. 
Your silver shoes will kill you over the desert, replied Brenda. If you had known the power, you could have gone back to your Aunt Em the very first day you came to this country. But then, I should never have my wonderful brains, cried the scarecrow, and I might have passed my whole life in that farmer's cornfield. And I should never have a lovely heart, said the tin woodman. I might have stood there and rushed in that forest till the end of the world. And I should have lived a coward forever, declared the lion, and no beast in this forest would have had a good word to say to me. This is all true, said Dorothy, and I'm glad I was of use to these good friends. But now that each of them had with the most desired, and each is happy, and having a king in the world beside, I think I would like to go back to Kansas. The silver shoes, said the good witch, have wonderful powers, and one of the most curious things about them is that they can carry you to any place in the world in three steps. Each step you make will be in the wink of an eye. All you have to do is knock the heels together three times and command the shoes to carry you wherever you wish to go. If that's so, said the child joyfully, I will ask them to carry me back to Kansas at once. She threw her arms around the lion's neck and kissed him, patting his big head tenderly. Then she kissed the tin woodman, who was weeping in the most dangerous to his joints. But she hugged the soft, stuffed body of the scarecrow in his arm, instead of kissing his painted face, and found she was crying herself for the sorrowful parting of her loving comrades. Glinda the Good stepped down from a ruby throne to give the little girl a goodbye kiss. And Dorothy thanked her for all the kindness she had shown to her friends and herself. Dorothy now took Toto's up slowly in her arms, and having said one glass bye, she clicked the heels of her shoes three times, saying, Take me home that I am. Instantly, she was whirling through the air so swiftly that all she could see or feel was the wind whistling past her ears. The silver shoes took but three steps, and then she stopped so suddenly that she rolled upon the grass several times before she knew where she was. At length, however, she sat up and looked about her. Good gracious, she cried, for she was sitting on the broad Kansas prairie. And just before was the new farmhouse Uncle Henry after the cyclone had carried the old one. Uncle Henry was milking the cows in the barnyard, and Toto had jumped out of the arms and was running towards the barn, barking furiously. Dorothy stood up and found she was in her stocking feet, for the silver shoes had fallen off in her flight through the air and were lost forever in the desert. End of chapter 23